Hello everyone, and welcome aboard the Life Trail Podcast. This podcast focuses on improving our lives, both mentally and physically, using different ways of approaching self-improvement. And so on this season, we focus on adding a new factor in our lives so that we can have a happy and healthy life overall. But anyways, sit back and get ready for today's episode as we will be looking adding more of the outdoors and nature in our lives. We will have a guest join us aboard and we will have a fun and educational chat. This is Mahmoud Sultan and welcome aboard the Life Trail Podcast. Wherever you are right now in this world, there is one thing that we all share in common. Well, there's more than one thing, but (laughs) in general, there is one very important thing that we all share in common, and that is that you all are on the same planet named Earth. And so this fact is important because on this planet, there is nature, and that is exactly what we will be talking about about on this episode. How can we use the power of nature to self-improve overall? And so on today's episode, we will also have a guest that will help us learn more about nature. And her name is Vanessa Landry. So welcome aboard, Vanessa. Thanks so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. No problem. And I'm glad that you're excited to be here. So let's get right into it. And so before we do get right into it let's get everybody to learn more about you vanessa what do you do for a living tell the viewers more about you yeah absolutely so i am a avid sustainability advocate but i'm also a former c-suite executive and nonprofit specialist so i've spent the better part of my career working with purpose-driven organizations to really change the world and do powerful work in pretty much any realm of the imagination, whether it's international development, environmentalism, politics, you name it, I've probably done it. But over the past sort of three years or so, I've really opened my mind up to the earth and the resources that we are so fortunate to have around us and that we need to be working to protect. And as climate change has become such a big topic, you know, we're seeing more and more of the effects that it's having around us. And so I've actually switched to supporting individuals, passionate eco-advocates who want to be change makers and who want to do their part to really protect the resources we have. So I work with those passionate eco-advocates who want to affect systemic change and really scale their impact. And I help them to design 
bespoke strategies, campaigns, businesses, initiatives to affect real change. Well, I'm happy to see you work with people and help them change their perspectives into understanding more about nature and our planets and how much time we have wasted on ruining it. So I'm glad that you're helping them change. You're helping them. You're really helping the planet, really. You're helping more people be aware. So thank you, Vanessa. And, and I hope that you you see more great things happen in your occupation. But now, before we officially start talking about how to add nature in our lives, Vanessa, I have a question for you. And so, what is your connection to nature? Like, what made you get interested in that field? Do you have a good or perhaps a bad experience with nature and the overall environment of our world that inspired you to pursue it as an occupation? Yeah, it's a great question, and it's one I had to really think about. And I traveled a lot as a child. So when I was eight years old, my parents moved us to Europe from Canada, and I was exposed to a lot of different environments around me, both different cultures as well as different scenes. Like I got to see oceans and mountains, volcanoes, everything. And as I became an adult, that translated into a lot more exploration, a lot more wanderlust. I became a certified scuba diver. I really explored my backyard. And so for me, they were one in the same nature and travel. So travel exposed me to this world and showed me all the different environments, ecosystems, animals, culture, people, and everything that's around us. So for me, it, it's just, it just is. Like, it's our reality. Like, nature is what's around us. It's what creates us. We can't avoid it. We're in it every day, even when we're in a city environment living our lives. Like, I look out my window and I see beautiful trees. And I look out my window and I see diseased trees getting cut down. And so, for me, I want to protect it. And I want to take care of it because it is what's going to take care of us and prolong our lives and our existence on this planet. So we really need to live in symbiosis with it. And that for me came from my love of travel. Well, that's amazing to see what inspired you to, into becoming into becoming a, a, a cautious person of the nature that is around us and really not taking the things the outdoors especially for granted so it's great to see you use the travel in your past and right now as as a motivation and as as a reminder that we need to take care of what i'm seeing right now in my travel <laughs> and so now moving on let's begin today's topic with an explanation because some people might get carried away and become confused on what is meant by using nature as an advantage so vanessa can you explain to the viewers to what is truly meant when we use nature as an advantage for our mental and physical health uh, like what efficient activities can be done that could help us self-improve in all factors yeah, well, I think one of the most powerful things for anyone, and they're, again, they're so interconnected that I can't even separate them, is really just our mindset. Because our, our mindset has the ability to control our physical health as well. So, you know, nature is 
calming. It's beautiful. It it's our surroundings and it can help us to get in touch with ourselves and our mindsets in a way that nothing else can and allows us to connect with our body and keep ourselves healthy and fit both physically and mentally. So for me, using nature as an advantage is really just tapping in to ourselves kind of almost spiritually and energetically. You know, I do a lot of meditation. I believe very deeply in the power of meditation and exploring how we're feeling, how we're thinking, how we're experiencing and interacting with the world. And nature is one of the most powerful places to do that because you have all this beautiful noise and surrounding around you. You can just listen to the leaves and the wind and the birds chirping and all of that can help you tap in and have gratitude for what is around you and gratitude for your life and what you're living. So on one regard, there's that, there's the, you know, more spiritual, emotional connection to it. And then there's also this other side of actually physically connecting to nature, hiking, gardening, reading under a tree, really, you know, art out in nature, drawing and a painting and using it as inspiration to help enhance our life even further. And to me, that's kind of the two sides of it and how I, how I would utilize it to the most advantage. Well, all of these are great activities that we could practice. And there are also so much more activities that could be done. So it's really up to your imagination. Whatever you want to do, you can find, unless it's, it's physical impossible, but yeah. <laughs> so, now we have an understanding of what can be done to truly have an amazing and healthy experience in nature. It's now time to talk about the benefits that come when we do practice those activities that we mentioned earlier. So Vanessa, what are some benefits that, that come when we do practice those activities? Well, the number one benefit I think is definitely our own inner peace and calm and, you know, relaxing mental state and physical state and um, we live in such a high pressured society right now everyone's constantly on their phones with social media and you know this is not new to us we've been talking about this for probably the better part of a decade now on how introverted we've become as a society but it's creating a real issue and it's creating a lot of mental health issues taking the time to be out with nature and disconnect from that you're not comparing yourself to anyone else you're not worrying about anything else you're not getting alerts and being pressed by deadlines you're just allowing yourself to be present in a moment and enjoy yourself so i think that that is the ultimate number one benefit of just being one with nature but the other side of it, and this is where my sustainability advocacy really comes in, is when we see that beauty, when we surround ourselves with it, we are reminded of what it does for us. The trees create our oxygen, the oceans absorb our carbon monoxide, the animals are part of an ecosystem, even the bugs, right? You know, I have a newfound appreciation for bees since I started gardening because I know about the hard, uh, hardships that they are facing 
I know how important they are to our ecosystems, so I now specifically plant sunflowers every year to attract bees to my garden, which is so counterintuitive from what I would have done, you know, 10 years ago. But it's that connection with nature. It was exploring wild native gardens and going out on hikes that helped me to see that interconnectivity. And so I'm a really big advocate, especially for people who see the problems that we're facing with climate change and who are passionate about minimizing their waste or eliminating plastic or you know, eliminating toxins from the air. What I say to people is, if you want to keep yourself motivated to continue to take those actions against climate change, get out in nature and remind yourself every single day why you have to protect it. Because when you go out, when you hike, when you're surrounded by the beauty, you want to save it. You want to protect it. And so that, again, is just another one of those benefits that I think is so powerful and that we should all really try to tap into. So yeah, you're right. It has become also a cycle. We go into nature we get motivation we want to protect it because we see like you said this beauty that we have to protect and so when we get that motivation we go back and we will have to act we'll have to get informed read the news about what's happening in nature and then we go back out there to get more motivation and to find a reason to why we're doing this to why we're protecting earth so yeah it has become a cycle and you also mentioned it helps us understand ourselves which is perfect because it it really has become a society that that we really need to find external things than just living in the society to help us understand ourselves it has become so pressuring and stressful so having that nature that we can just go and rely on to help us get that understanding and to why we're here is such a great thing to have so thank you vanessa for explaining and giving us all those benefits and things that we get from nature so this process is overall very easy to practice compared to the other episodes that i've done before just go out there and enjoy the world you just heard the benefits and it's overall very refreshing to just go out there into the world now there is a catch however everyone somewhat knows this but the world won't be there forever unfortunately and we slowly are killing it there's climate change pollution in all types overpopulation wildfires and so many other environmental problems that are happening in our world now and are just getting worse from here so there must be something to be done to prevent this or to at least push it off or to diminish this as much as possible and that that brings me to my next topic to be discussed so Vanessa, what are some actions that we ordinary humans can take to help this planet stay as an advantage for us instead of a disadvantage? Yeah, I mean, it's such a it's such a big topic and there's so much we can do. And I often hear people saying it's overwhelming. It, it's not my problem. Government needs to do it. Corporates need to do it. 
but my response is always, well, there is so much we can do as individuals that's completely within our control as well. Because at the end of the day, the planet is run by individuals. Corporates and politics are run by individuals. So I always kind of look at it in four key areas. So number one is becoming a conscious consumer. So really making conscious decisions whenever we purchase something, whenever we dispose of something. So that includes, you know, where are we shopping? Where are we putting our money? Are we supporting brands that we know are taking care of the resources of the planet? Or are we just ordering things online willy-nilly and not thinking about where our dollar goes? So really just putting the thought process into every purchase that we make. Do we need something that is heavily packaged or can we shop at a zero waste bulk store? Can we eliminate plastic from our day to day? Do we need single use plastic bags and water bottles or can we make a separate choice? So that's sort of the first area. The second area is around our diet. So our diet is a huge part of our carbon footprint. And that comes down to what we choose to eat and where we source it from. So a lot of foods are very high in carbon and a lot of foods are very low in carbon. So even just making a few dietary choices per week that are lower carbon will immediately lower your footprint. So adding in a meatless Monday, Taco Tuesday with beans instead of chicken. Anything you can do to really just lower the footprint of your diet on a day-to-day. Trying to eat seasonally so that it doesn't take as much energy or resource to get to you. Um, And also, again, looking at that packaging that's coming to you and how much food you're wasting because food waste is a real issue as well. Um, And then the sort of third and fourth, they go together. I really talk about just looking at your holistic lifestyle um, choices, as well as your political and advocacy work. So are you volunteering? Who are you voting for? Are you actually thinking about those at the corporate level and the political level as well? Because if we are mindful of what organizations we support and what politicians we put into place, we do have the power to really change legislation moving forward and protect oceans, waterways, everything around us. So really, if you look at those three sort of key areas that I covered, you know, are you making conscious decisions when you purchase things? Are you looking at your diet and the carbon footprint of it? And are you thinking more strategically in terms of who you support from a political and organizational perspective? Right there, you probably have about 300 choices a week that you can make that will have a real difference. And it is that simple. You just need to start making those choices. So yeah, everybody, go out, take these actions and put them in your head because you will make a difference and if anything if you really think that you won't be making a difference which you will just alone you will motivate others to take the action so you're starting a cycle that is going on and on and allowing more people to be aware and thus creating a society where everybody's aware and being cautious about the world that is around us but there you have it everybody go out and enjoy the outdoors and also take actions and act to save this planet
Thank you so much, Vanessa, for joining us aboard this podcast and giving us some of your knowledge. I have one more thing that I want to ask you, and that is if you have a place to where the viewers can search and check out what you do and more information about you. Yeah, absolutely. So anyone who's interested in doing more in the fight against climate change, feel free to join me at scaleyourimpact.ca. That will take you through to my private community where I run weekly live trainings on how to scale your impact in the fight against climate change. Well, there you have it, everybody. Go out and check out Vanessa's work over there. She's a great person, and I'm glad that you were uh, able to come aboard the podcast and to talk more about nature. Also, everybody, if you like this episode, then check out the other episodes on this podcast. I have other guests on, and I had a fun chat with them as well. By the way, Life Trail also runs on Instagram and YouTube, so make sure you check out the accounts over there. You could also go on the Life Trail website, and everything will just be on there. But yeah, thank you all for joining us till the end of this episode. This is Mahmoud Salton here with Vanessa, and welcome aboard the Life Trail Podcast. Thank you.